who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And Ray John. Les hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang Hey everyone, welcome back to Les Hangout, the podcast hosted by hashtag Ellie. My favorite ship. <laughs> I can't believe that we are going to start that way. It's not even a, it's a, it's like a visual pun. You need to see it written. I know. It's Don't way, ship us. It's way funnier on Twitter. You can friendship <laughs> us. Oh, friendship yeah. us. We're the I ultimate friendship. That. We are. Yeah. From the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. To those of you who've been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. And if you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place for us to touch base every episode about things that are going on in our lives, in the podcast, or in the greater Les universe. Uh, and we have some of all of those today. Oh yeah, it is a lesbian potluck. <laughs> it is, there's a little bit of everything in here. We want to start with the fact that we are going on hiatus soon. So we have today's episode, we have next, next week's episode, which we are very excited about because we will be bringing you the audio of our recent live show in Boston. Oh, you are in for a treat. Uh, and then we are going to take the summer off. Oh yeah, but we will be back. Don't you worry. Back in your earbuds sometime in September. We will miss you terribly, but I'm sure we'll be all over Twitter. So don't worry. You'll you'll still see us and hear. Well, we'll you won't around. see us. <laughs> we'll be around. I mean, you you might see us, but um, don't. <laughs> don't don't be like outside our houses or something. Oh my gosh! But if you see us in public, say hi because weird. I love meeting you. Oh all. yeah. Yeah, I'm Definitely excited. Definitely do that. Speaking of hanging out, like we always do, 
Good segue, Ellie. We're going to talk about <laughs> our Les Hangouts. Masterful. We have a few more this summer. Our Les Hangouts Ottawa is actually happening tonight at its comedy night at Swizzles at 7 p.m. Our Les Hangouts in Duluth is happening on July 27th. It's a Barbie queer picnic. And if you want to join any of our Les Hangouts or if you yourself want to start one, just head to our Facebook page. You can DM us and let us know you want to start one. I have a whole bunch of things to share with you. And if you're from Ottawa, Duluth, all kinds of cities, check and see if there's a group and join it on Facebook. It's the best way to hear about all of our Les Hangout events. Yes, we are so excited. They have been amazing. We've been getting pictures from people. It just seems like it's been so much fun, and we're so, so glad to see those picking up and to see more keep happening. So check them out. Let us know if you want to do one. They are just bringing us so much joy. Uh, We also want to hang out with you in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. For the weekend soiree. So we are going to be there starting October 31st, kicking off on Halloween for this amazing weekend event with so, so many queer women and other folks, and we just cannot wait. So please check it out if you have uh, have the inclination. It is not something to miss. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. We hope to see you all there. And in the greater Les universe, we have to talk about this. I literally called Lee oh my God. in the middle of her work day today. I was like, are you busy? Like, she probably thought I was going to talk to her something business related. Did you see that BuzzFeed article about Olivia Cruz's? I was shook. <laughs> I still am processing it. Yeah, like, you're not over it. I I'm really not over it. I can already tell. I mean, it just happened to me today. You know, like, I really experienced it today in its it was glory. A, it was a ride. It was a journey. It was a real journey. We're going to talk a little bit about it in this episode, actually. Yes. How could we not? If you haven't read this article, all you have to do is just Google BuzzFeed Olivia Cruise Line, and I'm sure you'll find the article. It was supposed to be a review of Olivia Cruz's, but it really just turned out to be this like short story coming of age kind of thing. Uh, by the amazing. by the author, and it was yeah, it was wonderful. I want to go on an Olivia cruise right now, like yeah. immediately. It seems Ellie, like Ellie's booking our travel plans already. It's fine. Suitcases packed. Yeah, it's, it's good. How do we get those press passes? Call us, Olivia. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, it, it, we're going to we'll talk about it more, but uh, definitely check it out. It is an enjoyable read. Oh, yeah. Um, also, if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, like me, because I'm a little behind, but I have heard nothing but amazing things. And everyone I know who has started it has just like binged watched it. Tales of the City is up on Netflix now, and it just sounds amazing. It, have you watched any of it? So I've just watched probably the first like five minutes of the first episode, but it was such gay goodness. Ugh, I need to start. It was late I'm, at night. So I started and I fell asleep. It's not my fault. But the parts that I did see were, it just fills my gay heart because it was just so many queer people. Amazing. It's just full of queer. It's amazing. If you've watched it and you have thoughts on it, like send them to us because I'm, I'm just so in already and I haven't even started. So it's great. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. We are so, so excited to bring you episode 20 of season two, Real Love. I'm so excited. This episode, we're going to be talking about why we ship 
real people. <laughs> and we've done an episode. <laughs> Not to be confused, right? With fake people with our- who are actors. <laughs> Or characters, they are very real to some people. Honestly, they're very real to both of us. Let's let's be real. How many times can I say real in this episode? Um, <laughs> a, a real lot. Yes. But we're going to talk about people, celebrity couples, even maybe couples in our own lives that might not be celebrities, and why we ship these queer couples so hard. Yes. When we did our first first venture into shipping people in real life, so way way back in our little baby podcasting days, episode 10 of season 1, Battleship, that we talked about shipping actors together who like play couples on screen, right? Which is a, a very controversial topic, I think. This is a little different. It's more looking at actual real-life couples that we still ship. Yes. (laughs) That we still feel very strongly about. And I think examining that from a slightly different perspective, which is, like, why are these couples so important to us? Like, why is that so important to queer people? Why are we so invested in these people's relationships? I mean, I think the the first general answer that I would say is that, like, people care about celebrities' lives <laughs> too much. <laughs> yes, and I will say, like, we're talking about queer couples, but I also ship stri- celebrity straight couples all the time, too. Like, I am still not over Brad and Jen. I'm not even – I can't get over it. <laughs> Fifteen years later. I'm not I'm even not kidding. Like, every time I see Jennifer Aniston, I'm like, you poor – girl. Even though obviously she's so happy and great. And I'm just like, oh, Brad was such an asshole to you. Like, if I saw her, I'd be like, I you love you. Brad and Jen, or are you just like a little into Jennifer Aniston? Okay, now that I'm talking a little bit more, I think... <laughs> That might be it. Um, not to like, not to call you out on this right now, but you're like, too good for him, Jen. <laughs> I know you're like, you're like, I ship them so hard because like Brad never deserved you, and you deserved so much better, <laughs> and you're so happy and beautiful. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's probably closer to what it is. Um, but still, she's gonna be in a new. Maybe ship new is not the right too, word, but we'll we'll watch it together. Invested. I'm very invested okay. in their lives. Of Jennifer Aniston. Of, Got it. In her life, yeah. <laughs> Singular. Are you Sorry, still this single, Jen? It's just going to devolve into me giving Ellie shit about Jennifer Aniston for the that's next time. Did I you see Murder Mystery? It's a late, her latest. No, that's what I just said. They just put a new movie up, but we'll watch it together. It's really good. If you, if you stopped talking about Jennifer Aniston long enough to listen to me for a second, <laughs> I can't. I really can't. <laughs> you would have heard me. <laughs> Planning our friendship date, okay? All right, great. We could do Hashtag that. Hashtag Ellie. <laughs> Hashtag Ellie. E-L-L-E-I-G-H. Um. <laughs> we are off to such a good start on this. I know, we're killing it. it. <laughs> Why do you think we are so invested in celebrities' lives? I think people are shallow and gossipy to some extent. Like, I think we enjoy talking about it. Because, I mean, okay, I know we're gonna, we're gonna get into this in a bit where we talk about, like, shipping people that you actually know in your life. But, like, you do that with people in your life, right? But also you know that they're, like, your friends and you also have to talk to them the next day or something. I think it feels a little less awkward to just, like, gossip and spread rumors and get super hung up on celebrities' lives, for one thing. Yeah, that makes sense. 
I think, yeah, it feels like guiltless gossip. Yes. But the thing is, if you think about it, it's not really guiltless. These are real people. Yeah, but they're not people that, like, you have to see at Starbucks the next day, you know? Yes, they're not the same type of people. I mean, unless you live in L.A., in which case, like, yeah, you'll see them at your Starbucks, but whatever. Yes. (laughs) I do think there also is an element of fantasy about celebrities. I feel like celebrity media has turned celebrities into characters. Yeah. They're brands, right? I mean, it's all a brand now. Yeah, they're a brand... You f- they feel so removed from reality. Like, they don't really feel like a person that you would run into at Starbucks or that you would share a meal with. But then I'm like, we've talked to some celebrities on the podcast, and obviously that's not true. Yeah. But it's still, like, this – it's marketing, right? The marketing yeah. of them has been, these are shiny objects that you can't touch So all you can do is talk about them. Yeah, I also would say, I think, especially with, especially with, like, straight celebrity couples and, like, the way that that gets covered and the way that that gets gossiped about and things, I also feel like there's something about the hot mess of it all that people are really into, you know, where it's like, you know that they're they're probably not gonna make it because they're all, like, disasters for the most part because it's really really hard to successfully navigate relationships with like that much pressure pressure and scrutinization and and everything yeah yeah it makes sense and it i think there's a lot of that it probably makes us feel better about ourselves oh abs absolutely but that's also i think one of the things that i would say is one of the differences for queer people, is I do think that we also tend to really, really more strongly want these relationships to last and to work out and, like, feel very strongly about, like, being invested in, in like, their success, you know? Oh, yes. We are far more invested in the success of these relationships than the gossip of them. Not that we're not going to gossip this I know, exactly. Let's go. (laughs) Did you see that picture? No. But I do think it's the same thing we talk about with representation in television and movies, except these people are actually real. So it's even more impactful to be like, Mm -hmm. look, these are people that are having a real queer relationship and they're successful from tabloids and everything, all the pictures you see, you only see the good. So they seem so happy and like they got their fairy tale fantasy ending that we mm-hmm. very rarely have gotten to see in TV and movies for a long time. Now is ideally getting a little bit more happy endings, but these real people are our happy endings. Yeah. Or at least we hope. At least we hope. But I mean, like, I love a good celeb queer wedding. Like, I would have the pictures of Samira Wiley and Lauren Morelli's weddings, like, on my f- wall if I could. I should. Why don't I do that? <laughs> I think you should. I'll, we'll get some nice prints made. Yeah, please. During Women's History Month, come explore what feminism means to you with nonfiction storytelling podcast Thread the Needle. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I'll use my background in journalism to dive into topics that matter to women today. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Uh, No, but it's so true because, you know, the other thing that I'm thinking about right now is the vast majority of 
people, I mean, queer, queer people as well as straight people, um, the vast majority of us have straight parents, straight families, straight friends, you know, like, yeah. so many of the relationships that you see modeled around you aren't queer. And granted, yes, that is changing, and granted, yes, there it's not like there are no queer people who come from queer families, but I think it is a lot more common that what you do see and, and what you have as sort of that model or those available examples of relationships, successful relationships, relationships that, that aren't so successful, like, there's so much of it that's just straight. So much of the world is straight, right? Yeah. And I think so much of the immediate real world that many of us interact with is straight. That's hard, right? I mean, it, it comes back to the same thing that you were just saying of like, why do we always say like representation is important? Why does it matter so much to say, hey, you know, that little queer kid in like West bumfuck nowhere in the South, like they need to see a happy couple on their TVs. Like they need to see something work out. They need to see someone have a good coming out story. They need to see someone be happy, you know? Yes. Like, of course it matters. And I think it matters with with reality as much and in very different ways than it does in our TV shows. Like, yes, you need that fictional, fantastical representation of it. But you also need to see that it is possible for a real-life human being to, like, come out and be happy and meet someone and get married and, like, have that life. Yes, I agree. Right? And even to that extent, I don't know if we want to get here this soon, but... <laughs> we're all... We're everywhere. It's we're fine. We're everywhere. It's fine. But especially with social media, like, how many um, gay engagements have gone viral? Do you know what I mean? Where it's like that, like Wonder yeah. Woman, Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel, those two girls who propose to each other at the same time at the zoo, like all this stuff, like because we want to see it, we uplift those people because we're like you, you two random girls who we don't, we didn't know until today, we love you because you're happy, <laughs> you know, and it's, I think it is really important, but I do see sort of a negative side of that coin, which I think is the same with all social media. And that what happens when those relationships are not successful? Mm, yeah. And we take it very hard because we need to see successes because we've seen so much. We get so much of just not success that we, I think, also over-idealize queer relationships. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot. A lot. Like, so much. And so it's hard. I think... Everything is more dramatic when you talk about celebrities, but it's like same thing, like the highs and the lows. But there's with queer couples, it's like mostly overly dramatic in terms of like queer love is the most pure and best love ever, <laughs> which is like, OK, also, I love but being, it is, though. I know. But also, is. I love being a lesbian. You're right. <laughs> but people break up. That also is real, yeah. you know? So I think this balance of being like, okay, yes, we're invested, but also realizing that these are real people and they're not just fairy tale people who are always going to be happy. <laughs> and so they might break up and that's okay. We still do view them as a guide, I think, in a lot of ways, as a benchmark of like our own yeah. success. What's the first out queer couple that you remember seeing? I feel like it has to be Ellen and Portia. Right? I feel like it is too, but I'm trying to think if there's someone else that I remember being, like, consciously aware of first. Because it wasn't that 
long ago, was it? When did they get married? They've been married for 10 years. I mean, there has to have been someone that I knew of before then, right? There were queer celebrities, like queer actors and stuff that I knew of before then, but who would have been like another relationship? Well, Jodie Foster, but Jodie Foster... I feel like didn't like come out super openly. Yeah, it was one of her acceptance speeches that she that I think she finally openly said anything. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I think Jodie Foster was kind of rumored to be or sort of you know secretly known to be for a little bit, but I don't I wouldn't have known known about her relationship. I I don't think that far back. I'm pretty positive Ellen and Portia were the first that I can really remember. I mean, that's just crazy. Doesn't that seem crazy? Like, it feels like yeah. something had to have come before that. I mean, I'm positive other things came before that. <laughs> but I mean, that were that, that were that visible, that were that commonly known about, right? Yeah. Anyone who is older than us, please correct us and be like, you idiots. <laughs> but also, like, if, if Ellen and Portia had been married for 10 years, like, then they got together when I was 17. So mm. I can't imagine... I didn't come out for a bunch of years after that. And I don't like I don't really remember being like, oh, yes, this gay couple. Like I wouldn't have been so invested, I don't think. Or I would remember being so invested because I'd be like, oh, you gay. <laughs> I was gay, but I just was an idiot. You know? Yeah. I can't really remember anything before that. And then, you know, what's funny? I think <laughs> one of the big ones I remember is Lindsay Lohan and Samantha Ronson. <laughs> <laughs> Which is oh, just, like, wow. such a shit show. When I'm talking about, like, idealized celebrity, like, queer wow. love is so pure. And I'm like, Lindsay Lohan and Samantha Ronson. But they <laughs> were a big thing at the time because they're just, there weren't a lot of examples out there, right? Oh, yeah. But it's just funny that I'm like, yes, and that was it. That's the one I remember. But it was big. Because also, like, Lindsay Lohan was big. And also Angelina Jolie and Jenny Shimizu. I feel like I remember that, but I just can vividly yeah. see, like, the pictures of them together. But I don't really remember, like, understanding really, like, what the story behind it was until I was older. But I feel like that was a big one. Yeah. Because same thing, Angelina Jolie was so visible as well. I think yeah. it all has to do with the visibility of the people who are in the ship as well, where we're like, oh my god, this huge celebrity, and we love her so much, and she's also queer? That, I feel like, is like, <gasps> just yeah. always makes it a little bit more exciting. <laughs> I know, that was a weird gasp that I did, but... I liked it. I'll cut it. Good. <laughs> if you are looking for a voice actor who can gasp on command... This. This girl. We got an email recently about a lesbian audio erotica series. So I probably should have auditioned to be an actress in that. I think you should have. Yeah. I think, I mean, I could see that gasping coming in real handy yeah. for some... Uh, some of those scenes. Uh, audio erotica. Yeah. Yeah. I could do it. There you go. Call my uh, agent. <laughs> <laughs> Is your agent just you in a British accent? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, Good. Ellie's not available, actually. She's quite busy. <laughs> but we can get you in for 2020. <laughs> I wish that anyone could see me because I put a fake phone to my ear. Why did I do that? For, rea for the, the realistic aspect of it. You're a method actor. A method I have a actor, hand Ellie. phone. I have a hand like phone it. for my British agent. <laughs> this is an incredible episode. Can your agent tell us anything about um, some of our favorite current queer relationships that we're very invested in? 
do you need me to do it in the agent voice? So, <laughs> yeah, first please up. do the rest of the episode. Actually, I'm kicking Ellie off. We're going to have Ellie's agent on for the rest of the episode. I'm just going to leave the room. Uh, we, we usually, we don't like to be in the same place ever at once, so. <laughs> Our first ship is Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson. <laughs> Janelle right. and Tessa. Let's, All right, let's she's leaving. It. She's leaving. But let's talk about Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson. Yeah, who even let your agent in there? Like, God, you're at your house. Why? Is I know, she right? She awkward. she lives with me. She sleeps <laughs> on the couch. We're still working on the payment, so <laughs> I could go for days on this. Let's just riff. Here we go. <laughs> Tell us about Janelle and Tessa. Ellie. Okay, so. Before the episode, Lee was like, are we still going to do Janelle Monae and Tessa Thompson? And I was like, yes. I still believe they're together. We're also going to talk about Janelle and Lupita. Yes. So I very much believe are together. But but let's start with Janelle and Tessa. Yes. For those of you who don't know, which please educate yourself on Janelle Monae and Tessa Thompson because it's beautiful. So Janelle Monae and Tessa Thompson were in a few music videos together. There have always been rumors about them. And then Tessa Thompson confirmed with this sort of vague statement of, like, Janelle and I share a meaningful connection that we don't share with anyone else. And also they both came out as queer, right? Wait, I'm sorry. Is a few music videos how you're referring to Dirty Computer and the beautiful, beautiful love story that it was? Yes. Is that what we're doing right now? Is that, yes. Is that what just Just a happened? few music videos. We need to jump back for one hot minute to just that. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's so okay. good. Okay, sorry. I just needed to clear that up. Let's continue. So everyone basically in the queer community is like, okay, they're together. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Dirty computer was beautiful. Every every photo of them was beautiful. They're just... They're perfect. Everyone was so happy. Yeah, we all were so happy. It was a beautiful time. It was. And then at the after party of the Met Gala, a photo surfaced of Janelle Monet and Lupita Nyong'o. On the dance floor, canoodling. Canoodling. Well, and there had not been there had not been any new photos of Janelle and Tessa for a long time. Yeah, so we didn't we know none of us knew what was happening, but as the good queers we are, we just assume they're together. We just assume they're happy. They're living their lives beautifully. And then we see this just photo. Just out of, of the public eye. Yeah. Janelle and Lupita. And here's the thing. I'm upset for Tessa, but I'm also like, you know what? Lupita's freaking amazing too. All of them. Just all of them. They're all amazing. So Janelle Monet knows how to pick them. That's all I'm going to say. She really does. Uh, she re- they also had the photos of them watching the Game of Thrones finale with the House of Lunel. They ship They ship themselves. They, they portmanteaued themselves. Yep. So we're pretty sure now they're together. Is that what we think? I mean, they have not come out and said anything. I know it's a you know, I mean, obviously there's the gossip, there's the rumors, there's, there's, everyone has their suspicions about what's happening. I think everyone is pretty sure that it, it does sort of mean Janelle and Tess are, are no longer a, an item or, or no longer whatever they were. And I think there were a lot of feelings about that, you know? Yes. I mean, we could talk for a whole, ep- a whole episode about this, but this is one of those things where I'm saying we ship hard. And then they break up and we're devastated. We're like, love yeah. doesn't exist because Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson broke up. And it's like, it's okay. Love does exist because they were together. Yes. 
It is hard, though, that there are not... I mean, as much as, yes, straight people get invested in their celebrity couples and all this stuff, I think they have a lot more examples to turn to of, like, lasting relationships. Well, and they just have a lot more options, period. Right. So it is It is hard. It's hard when, like, out-celebrity queer couples break up. And yes. And... You just, it hits home, it hits you hard. Oh, yeah. But I did find a pretty long, long is an exaggeration. It was 16 names. <laughs> 16 <laughs> couples. And that's pretty much all I could find. But there are a bunch that are still together. If you want to talk about long relationships, Lily Tomlin and Jane Wagner have been together for a long time. They're great. Ellen and Portia. Have they been out for, how long have they been out, though? I'm not sure. Because they, I mean, I I would assume they've been together for longer than they've been out, right? I think so. I think so, too. But they've been together for a while, so there's hope there. Uh, Jodie Foster and Alexandra Hedison also been together for a while. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Didn't come out for a long time. It's always been rumored. Mm-hmm. And then Ellen and Portia, who, they're the benchmark that we've judged a lot of other relationships on, I feel like, in the queer community. Yeah. Well, and especially because that was such that was big when when it first came out too. Like when Portia first came out too. Oh, you know? Portia was big because everyone knew about Ellen, and then everyone was like, oh, "But Ellen bagged Portia." Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I remember just being so excited <laughs> for Ellen. I was like, mm, "Yes, girl." Yeah, that but, was like a big deal at the time. Yeah, I pulled this quote because I thought this was really interesting. There have been some divorce rumors about them lately, and Portia said. The divorce rumors came, and then we really knew the perception had changed. I'm not kidding. I know it sounds ridiculous, but when that started happening, I thought, oh, now we're finally accepted. We get the same shit as every celebrity couple. (laughs) And I just think that actually is really awesome. That it's like Ellen and Portia now are on the same level as like other straight celebrity couples, where they're like, okay, it's been long enough. Like, we don't, you know... Yes, they're a couple. That's not the shocker. So let's throw some rumors about divorce in there to get people yeah. really going. You get you get your tabloid headlines. It's like they're getting divorced. One of them's really an alien. And uh, yes. Ellen's actually been dead for five years. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're like every other celebrity couple. Yes. But that is sort of nice. And I do think... Moving forward, we're going to see a lot more queer couples come out, which I'm so excited about. And Mm -hmm. I think this is a good segue to talk about a younger queer couple that's, like, really going full force right now, which is (laughs) Ashley Benson and Cara Delevingne. Yeah, we talked about them a little bit. We talked about their sex swing. Here's the thing, (laughs) though. I will say... They did take forever to come out. They've been together for like three years and now they're like, we're dating. But did they take forever or like, has it just been very, very obvious? I mean, realistically, I think they had more explicit confirmation before the the official announcement like this past week or whatever uh, than I feel like we got with Janelle or Tessa like ever. Oh, you're right. Like, it's been, been so obvious. Each other. They've been like tagging each other on Instagram and like t- I mean, they have not been real subtle. They haven't with it. been discreet at all. But I'm no. just saying, like, the actual like why did it take you this long to make an actual declaration and be like, Yeah, we're together? When it's like 
anyone who's been gay has known that. So I just think it's so funny. Like, there's all these straight people who are like, wait, what the, what? Yeah. Ashley Benson and Cara Delevingne, where did this come from? I'm like, the queer community's like, oh, it's just a normal right. day. It's like old news. Like, that's yeah. been a long time. I'm like, oh, those girls? Right. Like, yeah, they've always been together. Because I feel like Ashley Benson, I feel like that news came out not that long after Pretty Little Liars ended, right? Yeah. It's been it's been a while. It's been a while. Girl is not a, a baby gay. And they've been posting photos like, oh, like kissing each other's cheeks on their, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's oh, why I think so it's funny. I'm like, straight people are too. so oblivious. I'm like, yeah. we all knew from all the clues, but the straight people needed them to say, we are together for them to be like, oh my God, they're together. Right. I'm just like, yes. But I do love them. Love the sex swing. Love. Love the sex. <laughs> we ship the sex swing. We ship with the itself. sex swing. Yeah. Ashley Benson, Cara Delevingne <laughs> and their sex swing. Love it. Sex positive. Um, yeah. I just feel like their relationship is, it seems like they're having a grand old time and I'm happy for them. Can we also talk Lauren Morelli and Samira Wiley a little bit more? Because, okay, yes, their wedding photos, we should print them out and hang them up because they are the most beautiful thing ever. Ever. I also love their actual love story. And I feel like this is where we get to the point where it's like, it is a bit of fantasy. Like, talk about a love story, though. This is literally something from a lesbian movie. Lauren Morelli was married to a man when she fell in love with Samira Wiley. And now, here they freaking are, in all their gay glory. Yeah. And this quote is literally gonna kill me. Samira said, I was really attracted to Lauren's mind first before I met Lauren the person. Get out. Also gay, gay. That is one of the gayest quotes ever. Uh, I also, okay, I think couples like Lauren and Samira, I think are really important too, because When you have representation that is problematic, like Samira Wiley's character dying the way that she did on Orange is the New Black, and it is one of the few queer characters played by a queer actor on a show like that, and was such a relatable character, I think, to a lot of people, it is so, so important to be able to look at her life as a queer person and have her be really happy successful and happy you know like that I think becomes even more meaningful because it is you know and it's another barrier gay example where you're just like yeah (laughs) it was just everything about that was was bad and you know, just hard. And so I feel like those are situations, again, where it's like that then becomes more important, you know? It's more important, and I think it means something different. It it just, it like stands out in that little way. Like, that's a real thing. That's a real thing that I think people look to and want to hold on to. No pressure, Lauren and Samira, but, um, but it, you know, stay I mean, together, it please it's just <laughs> stay, stay together. But it's like, it's, it's hard not to get invested in that, you know, like it is yes. because it is, it becomes something that's really important. I totally agree. And also they're beautiful, beautiful people. They're so beautiful. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, I'm so, I just love them so much. And I don't, yeah. that's the thing you like, you love these people and you don't even know them. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, there is a bunch of others. Um, Tig Notaro and Stephanie Allen are another favorite. There are a lot of queer women and <laughs> women who were straight before they met them, which I go back and forth with because I'm like, I feel like it makes people be like, I can fall in love with a straight girl and they'll love me back. Because look yeah. at look at Tig Notaro and look at Samira Wiley. And it's like, that is sort of nice. Uh, to see that but it's also like oh god it's it might not happen for you like just because it happened for these people their stories aren't going to be exactly ours that they're at least something that we can see a part of ourselves in yeah you know but i think when you when you focus too much on like well okay then i need a relationship exactly like these celebrity relationships that's where you get into some muddy water a little bit trickier you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. Because there, I mean, I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, it is, it seems pretty prevalent, doesn't it? It's super prevalent. Think about it. Ellen and Portia, Tig and Stephanie, Ashley Benson and, and Cara Delevingne, Samira yeah. and Lauren. I'm not really sure about a few of the other ones, so I don't want to say that they are, but it definitely feels like there's one person who's super open and then the other person who's like, I thought I was straight and then I met this person and here we are. Yeah. But and then there's also people where you're like, I don't think anyone actively knew whether they were or not. Like Sarah Paulson and Helen Taylor, was either of them out? I don't know, but I feel like they both, they're both pretty gay. I mean, you feel like Helen Taylor, I think someone must have, like people must have known, right? I mean, she just showed up in so many queer things before she, yeah, people knew. People knew. It, it has to have just been like an open secret, you know? Yes. I mean, at, at least that's my assumption. Yeah, I think so. I feel like every time we do episodes like this where we're talking a lot about famous people, I just want to be like, don't sue us, please. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Please. I don't know. I, my heavy disclaimer is I uh, this is only my my belief I don't know but I I feel like it's just it seems unlikely that she ended up in that many queer things without somebody having an idea. Oh yeah. But yeah, it is it is a pretty common narrative of like the out queer person and the hmm. straight before that person kind of narrative. But I do think on the flip side of that, it does I think also cuz I don't think that any of those people were were straight. Obviously they weren't straight. Like, obviously, they were some sort of queer, and they just hadn't realized it yet. Whether they knew it or not. Sure. Whether they knew it or not. They identified as straight, of course. And like, But I do think it gives women who might not otherwise question their sexuality a reason to be like, oh, if that person questioned their sexuality and I identify with them, it's okay for me to question my own. And then there are people who might have been bisexual or some or pansexual, and they didn't even try to explore that part of themselves because they never saw another queer couple out there. So it's like, I don't want to say that's problematic because I do think it could help people on the other side, like the Porsches and the Lauren Morellis of the world are yeah. helped by that narrative, you know? Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about it all, honestly, now that we're like digging into that. Yeah. But it is really interesting. I didn't really notice it until we started talking about more of their storylines because i also do think that's a story that the media loves mm, mm, yeah for sure because i'm like okay i don't really know about some of these other relationships and honestly it's probably because they both were out and people are like oh we don't care as much about that story right so like oh two lesbians got together cool oh this lesbian and a straight woman got together <gasps> <laughs> 
I just did yeah, another Francis, guess. Can we talk about how like we have this whole list like during the Women's World Cup and like not a single women's national team couple on there, Ellie? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. What, Megan Rapino and who's... Wait, she's with Sue Bird right now, isn't she? Because it used to be Abby Wambach, Oh my but, god, yes, and the naked pics. And... <gasps> I've only seen that, like, cover where they're both naked, and it's really hot. Yes, I love it. Okay, yes. Sue Bird and Megan Rapinoe are together, and Sue Bird is a WNBA star. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I also think someone put together... It must have been, like, a Twitter thread or something. Someone put, like, a whole thread together where they had uh, all of the out women's world cup players like from all the teams which is probably like a shit ton oh my god there's so many they're all so good looking it was a lot Ugh, i know we don't talk about gay athletes enough i just feel like we don't have the i don't watch sports very often no you and i are not huge sports gays i'll be fair yeah um but i do feel like if you are a sports gay and you feel like, you are qualified to come and talk to us about sports gays. <laughs> yeah, please reach out. Send us an email because we have gotten some requests to talk about it. I just don't feel very equipped to talk about it. We need you, sports gays. We, calling all sports gays. <laughs> yes. Um, but agreed. And then I did have another. Um, there's two professional basketball players. Simone Augustus and Michelle Lataya Varner are two professional basketball players who are together. And if you just look up the pictures of their wedding, they are beautiful. I don't know too much about their love story, but I feel like there's a lot of sports gays who will really love them. So, Are you a WNBA gay? (laughs) (laughs) Do we have the ship for you? Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah, definitely reach out. That's so true. It's not our area of expertise. And so we try our best to have people who are more qualified join us to talk about those things. Yes. Um, We have a whole third season coming up. Don't worry, we'll get there. Yes, let's do it. Before we do that, though, can we talk a little bit about because we we sort of touched on it earlier, but I do think we should talk about it a little bit more before we wrap this up, which is also this tendency of how we ship people we actually know. (laughs) Yes. So I just feel like especially with social media, but even before social media, I feel like people did it where it's like you see this couple and in public or just all the time, like they seem like this perfect couple. They seem like like you you idolize them and they're a real life couple. With social media, it's like amplified. So it's like you have all these Instagram influencers who – This is, like, going to people you don't really know, but it's honestly sort of similar. You have all these Instagram influencers who people are, like, like, they make a whole page about the two of the the couple, right? Rose and Rosie or stuff like that, where people are, like, the whole thing that people care about is that they're together. And then you bring that to your, like, real-life friends. Like, I feel like me and my ex-girlfriend... This is going to sound narcissistic, but, like, not really. (laughs) Like, literally, but in college, like... We literally won an award for, like, cutest couple. This stupid college award show we did, like, drunk seniors or whatever. But, like, we won an award for cutest couple. Like, you know, everyone on campus would just be like, oh, my God, you guys are the cutest. And, like, in real life, like, we – obviously, we broke up. Like, we had issues. And I just feel like when you put so much pressure on the people in your real life to be perfect, to be idealized, like, it's so much pressure – to put on people who are just trying to figure out, like, how to be in a relationship together. Take aside other people's opinion and just trying to figure out how you two work together. 
and like having everyone be like, oh my God, you guys are perfect, blah, blah, blah. It just puts so much pressure on it. We have had a lot of our friends do that to us over the course of our relationship. And it's also, the, the thing that I always thought was really funny about it is... A, to a certain extent, I think as we've gotten older and more and more of our friends have found their own relationships, yeah, that like that has decreased slightly. But the thing that I always thought was really funny is that we would get that a lot from uh, straight people, like, straight friends, yep, right? And I like, knew it. who not just were like, oh my god, like I love you two together, but who would literally sit there and be like, I just, your relationship is so beautiful and perfect and i just like i want what you guys have and i'm and you're like so you want to be gay or i'm ever gonna find- <laughs> well i just there was always something that just always made me laugh because like sometimes we would get that like from friends in relationships like you know? well, yes Yes. And I'm just like, I understand to a certain extent that, like, I do think there are things that are different between gay couples and straight couples and, like, and even between, like, gay male relationships and, like, gay female relationships. Like, I, I think there's just different dynamics at play in, in all of them the same way that there are different dynamics at play in any relationship, you know? Yes. Um, But it just always used to make me laugh where I'm like, I mean... I also feel like you're just sort of using that as code for, like, you're not happy in your relationship. Maybe just dump your boyfriend. (laughs) Yes. But I do also feel there is, like, a fetishizing and an idealization of queer relationships. Yes. So that's the thing where it's, like, even if, like, this is just going to derail, but it's fine. Even, like, I went on one date with this girl and, like, (laughs) we're both, like, (laughs) drunkenly making out, whatever. (laughs) And... People in the bar literally came up to us and we were like, your love is so beautiful. And we were laughing (laughs) so hard. That was such a good drunk girl, by the way. I loved it. Yeah. We were laughing so hard. I was like, I literally just met her. I'm like, I don't even know her last name. You're like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) And like, you're fetishizing and like putting this this love on a pedestal. I'm like, I don't love this girl. Like, she was fine. But you know what I mean? So it's like... I think that's people do that in general with queer relationships <laughs> and then put yourself into a long term queer relationship and people are like love exists and like queer is love. anyone looking for a voice actress to play a drunk girl at a bar <laughs> how uh, many characters have I done in this <laughs> she's in the living room hold on <laughs> um, my agent's not available right now sorry <laughs> uh, no yeah I get I get what you're saying it's that is 100% true. Yeah, I think people, uh, straight people, do have a tendency also to just want to be, like, overly uh, enthusiastically supportive and invested in yeah. queer people's lives that they uh, don't know, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's, fine. it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. But it's fine. I do want to talk a little bit about, like, we're going on, like, okay, we ship these people, blah, blah, blah. Sort of talk about, is it messed up? That we do these things. And this is not necessarily people who are in a relationship, but I want to talk super quickly about Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Do you know what's, like, been going on there? Yes. Yes. So, and I think this sort of is related to the Battleship episode, but I just want to say, like, as much as we're, like, we're fantasizing and blah, 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 sometimes it's, like, even I need to take a step back and be like, these are real people. Like, Bradley Cooper ended a marriage... I thought he was still married. He's not still married. They separated. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. So Bradley Cooper, 
Bradley Cooper and his wife separated. And of course, they probably had issues before this whole Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga thing happened. But I do think that the the rumors fueled, I'm sure, caused a lot of tension, caused some yeah. stress in their relationship. So it's like, I think just take a step back and think about how you would feel. Like, I'm trying to be like, okay, how did I feel when people were idealizing my relationship and the pressure that it put on me? So how do even these real-life people, how do they feel when you're putting all this pressure on them? That's my final piece of advice after we just were like, let's talk about all these people and how much we love them. (laughs) But ignore us. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's also just, it's an analysis of why we love them. Well, and I think an analysis, yeah, an analysis of why this matters and why why I think with the few numbers of, the much smaller numbers of queer relationships that we have to look up to and idealize and, you know, kind of put on that pedestal, you know, it is, I mean, it is hard. It's hard to avoid. Yeah, it's hard. And at least in this case, I feel like when you're when you're rooting for real life couples that are actually together, at least I feel like that's like a positive thing. Yes, I feel like if you turn it around, if people were like, oh, Bradley Cooper and his wife shipped them so hard rather than, oh, Bradley Cooper and this other woman while Bradley Cooper is married is like a little bit different. But yes, we're rooting for the success of these people and their relationships. Yes, accurate. All right, is it time? Is it? T- it's. I think it's time. Let's do this. Q and gay, baby. Q, 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 Q and, and, and gay. gay. All right, number one. Do you have any queer relationships in your family? Yes or no? So I do now because I married into one. Uh, oh, Kelsey so does. Kelsey's family. Yes, has one other queer relationship. Uh, mine doesn't, I don't think. Not that I know of. I have um I have a gay aunt as we all know. <laughs> um she comes up relatively often. Actually, I think she is in a relationship right now, but it's like it's not super serious, which is fine. But I do remember her and her ex-girlfriend who were together for a very long time when I was much younger and I would stay with them every summer in Provincetown, and that I think did have a pretty big impact on me seeing a successful queer relationship even though they did break up in my opinion like i don't think that relationships are unsuccessful if you break up especially if you've been together for a long time Mm. like they were together for like 10 years if you're together for 10 years and you break up that's a success good run good yeah so i did see a successful queer relationship at a young age which i think had a positive impact on me all right number two who's your favorite celeb ship a, Samira Wiley and Lauren Morelli, B, Ashley Benson and Cara Delevingne, C, Tessa Thompson and Janelle Monet, or D, Ellen and Portia? Ugh, I want to vote for them all. I have to say, out of this list, I would vote for Samira and Lauren. I just, I love their story. I love the whole thing. I think it's super sweet. I think they had a beautiful wedding, and I'm rooting for them. Agreed. Question three, do you ship any of your friends together? I'm like, I love my friends and their relationships, but I think the older I get, the less I'm like, I know everyone has issues. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's realistic you are. Yeah, I'm more cynical, but but I don't think in a bad way. 
Like, I think I, like, love my friends together and I want them all to be successful in their relationships. But I don't – I'm not like, oh, my God, you guys are the most beautiful couple and the most perfect people. (laughs) But I do ship them together in a normal way. You're all just stars in the sky. Yeah, right? I don't know. I also have, like, a huge group of, like, ten lesbian couples that all hang out together. So it's hard for me to be, like, a bunch of very different relationships, which I actually like. Like, I like that – I can see all these different types of relationships and, like, what they mean. So it's hard to be, like, that one couple, which I think is sort of what we're talking about of, like, if you have a bunch of them, one person or one couple isn't so paramount if you see all these different types of relationships. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number four. Plus plus we're all old and cynical. Yeah, we're all old and cynical. It's fine. Um, (laughs) Number four. Why are you invested in celebrity relationships? A, the drama. B, the romance, C, their role models, or D, I'm not invested. (laughs) I am going to say at this stage in my life, I think I want to vote for the romance. I like Mm. seeing couples. I like seeing, like, how they met and how they got together. And I do, I just want to see, like, happy queer couples working out, you know? Makes sense. Um, I think for, like, straight couples, it's more of the drama of it. But yes. um, all my queer couples, I'm just here for your romance. That's all. Aw, cute. Okay, question five, Ellie. Are you a fandom gay, a sports gay, a gamer gay, or an astrology gay? I feel like I'm a hybrid of fandom and astrology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fandrology uh, gay. Obviously, there's lots more gay out there. We just had to narrow it down to four. Yes. Every gay is an astrology gay. So that's like not are really. Are we though? Are I we? don't know. All right. Maybe you aren't, Lee. Everyone I know. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, you can give us your own answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter at Let's Hang Up Pod. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love growing our community, we love hearing from all of you, and we just like to take the opportunity to shout out some of our favorite things that have been happening lately, Uh, and I'm going to let Ellie start us off. So the first thing I want to shout out is Evoke, which is a lesbian short film by Asia LaMasters. She sent us over the film, I watched it the other day, it was so beautifully shot, it's a little bit dark, that's all I'll say, but really amazing. And um, super short, easy to watch, all about relationships, and it sort of goes in flashbacks between the present and the past, and it's it's just really well shot and won a lot of awards. So you should check it out, Evoke. It's a lesbian short film. I also want to talk about the Boston Les Hangout. I want to shout out all the people who came. It was so much fun. I got to meet a lot of new people and some old friends. Not that old. They're young people, but old friends. Um, So I want to shout out Clara, Dino, Remy, Cody, Megan, Amanda, Al, Claire, and Fiona. Thank you so much for coming to hang out. I cannot wait for the next one. We also want to shout out uh, someone on Twitter. So it is Twitter user at FrixieDust, Megan B., who tweeted at us that they heard the song A Whole New World from Aladdin and that the first verses immediately triggered or should have been gay uh, in their mind uh, because magic carpet ride anyone, which <laughs> I, I am I am dead. I can't wait till we do a should have been gay on Aladdin. I am uh, crying. I'm already excited. Crying. Yeah. 
It's but I, if anyone ever called it a magic carpet ride, <laughs> can you just can't you just imagine like some lesbian fuckboy somewhere is like using that as a pickup line? Right? Oh my like, god! If you've ever used that a as a pickup line, ride, please tell right? us. Yeah. Right? Oh my Respect god. and also so much shade to you. <laughs> uh but we love it we love it the sentiment was very much appreciated thank you for sharing with us megan um we are never gonna listen to that song the same way ever again ever again and of course we have to thank our top tier lesbian jesus patrons amy and ellen kayla kelly lizette stye tanya ferguson jess klaus danny griswold michelle ray thomas sarah and julia nicole gross carrie ann lawrence and mark foster thank you all so much and remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Less Hangout Pod. You can send us an email at lesshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at lesshangoutpod.com. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever podcasting app you use so that you'll be the first to know as soon as new episodes go up. We're also going to be posting every other Thursday on our YouTube channel this season, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash lesshangoutpod. We're also going to be taking a hiatus from YouTube over the summer, but we'll kick it back up in September. If you want to help support the podcast, there are so many different ways that you can do that. The first one, it's free, it's easy. Just hop on iTunes, leave us a rating, leave us a review. It helps new people find the podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You get some awesome perks like ad-free episodes, blooper reels, lesbian movie watches you get discounts on our merch for pride and there's a lot of awesome perks we have some discord communities and facebook communities we're always talking to our patrons and we love all of you we would love for more of you to join us at bit.ly slash les patreon speaking of that pride merch you can buy any of our designs at our t public shop you can find it at bit.ly slash les shop we have so so many new designs that went up for pride month they are still available they will remain available um but definitely check them out pick some up deck yourselves out in all the les hangout swag you can get and if you want to support LGBTQ youth, you can donate to our Trevor Project campaign at bit.ly slash Trevor. If you want to follow us individually, the best place to find me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at LSH Foster. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ellie Brigida. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.